Welcome to Table Time. You'll hear from staff, students, and special guests as we have candid conversations around the table. So take a seat. It's Table Time. Tyler here. Ben here. What's up? It's Nicole. This is Riley. Guys, it is so good to be here. We are talking about testimonies and the power of your story uh, and what that means, what that looks like, and and what that and what that means for all of us today. So, uh, just first off, we just want to talk about real quick. You know, some people are, don't really even say the word testimony. You know, so for in our context, we may you know use it more you know often. But um, any you guys want to give a go at just defining what a testimony is? I mean, I think that your testimony and the gospel kind of go hand in hand. Where um, you know your testimony is how the gospel has played out in mm-hmm. your life. Your, your testimony is, is what is about what God has done in your life that, you know, that, that you can share. Uh, yeah. And, and that's what the gospel is, is a testimony itself. So when you share your testimony in a way you're sharing the gospel as well because it's the good news about what God has done in your life. Right on, right on. Many people consider like testimony to be like the only time, like the testimony is when you got saved, but really like it's anytime the gospel is impacting your life. So as Christians, we probably have multiple testimonies. I know like our most powerful one though is definitely going to be when we met Jesus our first time because it's radical and it's life transforming. Hmm. Yeah. For everyone, but yeah, I like to cons- like just throw that out there. Like, remember that you got multiple testimonies for sure, and yeah, it's just awesome hearing all the stuff that God's been doing in people's lives. Yeah, that's good. Man, I think like I think the simplest way that I've ever heard testimony put would be it's your story with Jesus, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's your walk out with Him, and it's just a continual thing. Like you're saying, Riley, that you continue to walk that out. You continue to build up your testimony Mm. and, you know, the gospel should continue to impact your life as you grow and learn. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. I always think of, you know, uh, in terms of story, right? So there's, there's the story of God. Uh, You know, we have scripture, you read the Bible, uh, you even read the, um, you know, the new Testament, the gospel, um, according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and and so you know you have you have that you have the story of God, and then you have our story, which is fit into uh, the story of God. In other words, like you were saying, Ben, you know, I really like that. You know, where it's you know there there is the story, there is the good news um, about Jesus and and about uh, Christianity, and then there's our story that's fit within that. Um, and so what I love too, and I say this all the time is that everybody has a story. Um, and there's only, yeah, there's only one of every person, right? So it's no one else has your story. Other people can have, you know, similar, uh, occurrences or similar stories, but in, in bottom line is every person, your story is unique. I mean, you're the only one and you're the only story, um, that, that, that's going to be told 
from your perspective. And so, yeah, I think it's it, it's incredible. Um, but yeah, when we say testimony, it's your story. It's your story of, of what God has done in your life. It's your it's your story of of uh, the continual story of what God is doing even today. And so, um, yeah, I just encourage people. You know, man, know your story because um, nobody else can tell it like you. Nobody's going to tell it like you. And if that's one thing that you know no one can take from you is your story. Um, and then and you can make your story. You 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 have a, you have an ability to impact that. So. Um, yeah, that's so good. And, and I, and I think with that, you know, um, you know, obviously there's things that you, you know, that you and I can't control that we tell that's part of our story, but then there's other parts that we, right. We, we have big dreams. We've, we've got big visions. We got big ambitions. Um, you know, we want, we want to add to the story or we want to evolve or, or, or change up things that have happened in the past, but now we're going towards something. So like, what would you guys say, you know, like, how does that really fall into place as far as like dreaming big and, and, and really thinking about, you know, the importance of your story and, and, and where that goes? Um, I actually, you know, I think it's huge now that like now more than ever with everything going on, um, with, you know, a lot of people are calling it race wars, um, mm. everything happening in our society. There's a lot of hurt. There's a lot of pain and there's a lot of untold stories there. And so, you know, I've been thinking about this where, you know, it's so important now for people to tell their stories, but mm. tell their testimony. Cause mm. it's like, you know, you can have a story, but Tell how Jesus has impacted your life yeah, and how that's, that's changed the way that you view people, how that's changed the way that you interact with people. Um, I think now more than ever, it's it's time for us to experience healing by telling each other's stories and listening to each other's stories. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I think, I mean, with stories like you're saying, Nicole, society's like in a state where it needs... I guess Jesus is the only answer. Like, it needs Jesus' impact within it. Because, um, we, I mean, there's a lot of hurt and brokenness brokenness going on, especially with the whole race movement thing and race issues going on. But we don't, I think a lot of times, like, we as Christians don't realize, like, what our testimony can do. Like, I know, like, there's a big importance, and I'm, I agree, like, there needs to be an importance of talking about the issues going on today and everything. But I also think if we just go at it with a, our testimony, if we just go at it with our testimony, sharing it to the people among the streets or whoever, that can cause an impact like that we probably don't even recognize. We wouldn't know because mm-hmm. yeah. I can't recall when that's happened in my life. Mm-hmm. So I think that would cause an impact greater than what we would see really and be more beneficial for the society. I think, yeah, and the gospel in that, I think has, I mean, the gospel is a powerful message and it's, it's powerful in this case, you know, because it, it conveys the value of human life. Mm. Um, right. Right. And, um, you know, there, there is so much that's important there. Um, and, 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm kind of like thinking about the book of Revelation right now. And not just because everything's wild and crazy, but just a, <laughs> a couple, a couple very specific huh. passages uh, that have just kind of came through my mind over the past few minutes. Um, and, you know, uh, one of those is that, you know, along with everyone's made in the image of God, human mm. life is so valuable mm-hmm. and important. We have no idea. Um, you know, at, at the very end, um, you know, when, 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 um, God has his victory, it says that every tribe, nation, and tongue is gathered there. It, you know, the, the Bible acknowledges, like God acknowledges, like he created each and every race with its identity you know and it's beautiful and each Mm -hmm. one is is beautiful um and you know we can't we can't forget that and we can't focus on the beauty of one at the expense of another yeah yeah. um we have to see them all for the value of, of what they are and what they bring to creation and, and human mm-hmm. life and the other really important verse that has kind of come to my mind in all this is revelation 12 uh 10 and 11 mm. where it's talking about um you know the, the victory of god you know it's talking about the victory over satan um and it says kind of in the middle of verse 10 for the accuser of our brothers that's satan the accuser of our brothers and sisters who accuses them before our god day and night has been hurled down they triumphed over him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony they did not love their lives so much as to shrink from death um so they overcame they overcame by the blood of the lamb you know the power of the gospel mm-hmm. and their testimony about yeah. how that's enacted in their life. So, I mean, before we even started this podcast, Tyler was mentioning, and it's so true, like every person, we're called to love each other, and every person, like Ben said, is made in the image of God. And really, racial issues is like a sin. It's a sin because mm-hmm. it's not treating people like the, how they are. Like, they're not. You're not treating them as someone made in the image of God. You're not treating them with love. Right, right. As your neighbor, as, yeah, everything. So with that, like, even with the testimony, like, collect where I was going with that. Even with, like, the testimony, though, part, um, I think, because you mentioned how the word of the testimony defeats Satan in that passage, and basically our testimony in Satan is, like, you know, accuser of all sin who brings lies to see death. To people so when you have a testimony thrown in there you're actually combat co- combating that sin that racial segregation mm-hmm. the issues going on with our society right now that needs to be shaken and restructured around love yeah. for one another wow that's good man i i even think about like that like i'm just adding to it you know people have big dreams for change to happen um, and not even maybe not even just like change to happen racially here, but maybe people want to see 
other people know Jesus. They want to see a lot of big things happen in their life. They want to see a lot of healing come. They want to see a lot of big changes. Even like with systematic racism, people want to see a lot of really big changes. Mm. But, I mean, it's not going to happen without the word of their testimony and without Jesus. And so, man, I just I just feel like that's a good point to hit on and something that definitely needs to be talked about and maybe even more of a reason why we should be sharing our testimonies even more now. Yeah. I keep help. I can't help but think about, you know, that, you know, part of our story is that, you know, and it's an ongoing story, but part of it is not forgetting where we come from. And, you know, you know, in scripture, one thing that we as Christians really need to stick to, and you guys have talked about it, is that everyone is in Christ first before they're anything. Um, I heard a pastor quote this the other day. He said, you'll never look into the eyes of someone that Jesus didn't die for and that he loves with all that he has. You'll never meet someone that that Jesus didn't die for and that you'll never meet someone that Jesus uh, doesn't love and and it's it's incredible to me to think about how that we're in Christ first and that but with that story understanding that where we come from like we're sinners saved by grace so when I look at somebody in person on the news on any kind of outlet you know or around our community it's having the empathy and having the understanding that um we're all we're all the same we're all potentially the same distance uh either with god or away from god and how we have the ability to help people um and to have and have an impact on their potential their potential story and their potential testimony to know the lord to be loved by the lord for me to love them as the lord loves me and that's what jesus said he said that you would go you said the new command that you would go and love as I have loved you. And so, man, when you think about loving people the way the Lord loves us and you think about how that can impact someone's story, I mean, that was part of my story, you know. And 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 what also makes me think about is, you know, I keep going back to the story of the Good Samaritan in, in Luke 10 that talks about how, you know, the, the priest and the Levite, you know, they passed by, you know, the, the man from Jerusalem that was all you know, beaten and, and tattered on the side of the road and they didn't feel anything. They just kept going. But then the Samaritan comes by on the other side of the road and he's moved, you know, and he goes and he does something about it. He feels something. He's got compassion. He's got love in his heart. And part of remembering where we come from in that story, what I take from that is that you know, every one of us, no matter who we are, if we're truly in Christ first, then we need to look at everyone as, you know, a sinner not yet saved by grace or a sinner saved by grace just like just like we are, and that also that we could be in that same situation that they're in, whatever we're seeing, whatever we're witnessing, whatever we're talking to. And so part of sharing your testimony is not also is, is just is not just about us sharing the good news of what God's done in our life. But the good news, like you were saying earlier, the good news of what God can do in someone else's life. And not only that, but how we personally can be a part of that story. 
how we can be part of God's story, but how we as people can be a part of one another's story. In other words, we're moved for one another by the love of God. We're moved for one another by what by being in Christ first. And so, you know, I think about what we do here at ULM. I think about, you know, what happens in Chi Alpha and then all of our friends and people that we're associated with and that we uh, have friendship with and, and in our community. And I just think about how, you know, we've got potential to help people find the dreams that they've always had by being part of their story, how we can empower people to and help one another to to trust God and to believe for God for the dreams that he has for that he has that he's put in our hearts, you know, the desires he's put in our hearts. And I would never want anybody to feel like that they can't reach those things because of some kind of circumstance, whether it's, you know, uh, whether that involves any kind of racism or any kind of poverty or any kind of uh, lack of opportunity or any kind of in anything. I would hate for anybody to feel like that they can't do something for any reason that's just not acceptable and wouldn't be something that that I feel like is is, is, is should even be part of the equation. But rather, I want to put myself there as a part in, in their life to make sure that they can do that. I don't know if I can, but I'm but it's willing. It, it's worth me trying to do that. And I think that's that's the story of the Good Samaritan is looking at somebody and saying, "I want to help." You know, I want to help, and you don't have to be you don't have to be bruised and and, and, and and torn up. You could just be somebody that I'm looking at and say, and I say that I want to be a part of that story. I want to be part of that testimony and that potential testimony. Um, so, and, and and even going there, one thing I want to ask you guys even is, um, well, let me just say this real quick. One of the things that the reason it is important also what we're talking about to share each other's stories is that when we, see, you know, and obviously the media has a big, you know, has a big grip on society, you know, like people see certain things, they react, they don't respond, you know, they get, they get fired up. But what I want to say to people is that, like we said earlier, every person has a story and not every other person, like, for example, when we see things going on on the media, you know, and, and, and it tries to represent, you know, one people group or whatever. That's not necessarily true in the sense of every single person has value and matters and every single person has a story. There's not one big story that overshadows every single individual story. And what I want to say to people is that that's why we need to get in the trenches with people and hear the stories. Tell me what happened in your situation and in your life and what's going on with you right now. Because, you know, Talk about loving your neighbor. I mean, if we're not with each other in our own communities, in our own families, in our own, you know, cities and, and, and people that are around us, then like we don't really get a good idea of what actually is happening with the people that we can actually be a part of their story and be a part of moving in the right direction, you know, helping people um, in ways that need to be helped in. So I just want to encourage people to know that, that like don't look at people through the lens of someone else's story. Take the time to ask questions and to get to know people for their story and to and to not be caught up in the media, to not be caught up in what other people say. Get caught up in a person's life and find out what's going on with that person. 
And that's how you're going to make a friend. That's how you're going to learn. That's how you're going to grow. And that's how we're going to see God's bigger story uh, lived out and fulfilled. So I just want to say that really felt like that was something on my heart. I mean, part of that, what you just were saying, being a part of another person's story, like, I know for at least me and I'm sure for all of us here at this table, it, if it wasn't for other people, we wouldn't have our story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just emphasizing that with, like, what Tyler was saying, like, get into other people's stories. Don't let it be their story, but be a part of their, like, be a group i don't know how to say it but like you know a whole story is together <laughs> so you be a part of it because of it might not happen without you stepping in right 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 you know with that i feel like we almost need to give like a shout out to like every single college student maybe some even if they're like pursuing the lord or not but like on average people actually impact almost up to three thousand people per day um, and that's like if you're normally interacting with people, you interact with that barista at Starbucks and then they interact with two or three other people around them for the next hour. And that wow. impact that you have on them, like even if it's just a moment, it's an impact. And wow. so it's so crazy to think about. Like I wish every college student knew how much an, of an impact they have on the people around them. And how, you know, if they were willing to share their stories, like, it's a huge deal to their peers. Even even as you get older, like, it's still a big deal to, sh- to share your story with your peers. But I know, like, for me as a college student, I didn't realize that. And if I could tell myself back then, like, hey, Nicole, you have a yeah. story that you can share with these people. Wow. And there's something that God's going to use in that. Like, I want to give out a shout out to every college student that maybe isn't sure about that. Like, you don't even realize the impacts that you have, yeah. whether it's the smallest little things on a daily basis or something that's really big that maybe somebody has never even told you about. That's good. Wow, I love that. I love that. It's good. Well, so kind of maybe along those lines, kind of as something to kind of wrap this up with is, what is something that you guys would share from your testimony, from your story, um, that you feel like is is a really good example of what we've been talking about, or just something that you just like to share um, with other people to encourage them? <laughs> well, something nice, something that uh, I've I've thought of, I guess, is, um, and it's just a a part of my testimony yeah yeah not how i got saved but um um, you know i guess it was it it was quite a few years ago um when uh i had i had just gone through a pretty bad breakup and this girl and i worked together for a couple years and um i was feeling really broken up about it afterwards because you know we were together for a while and then all of a sudden um she just she kind of turned her back on me in a way where it was like all of a sudden now that the two years that we were together meant meant absolutely nothing in like the flip of a switch and that that was something that you know threw me back and i remember i remember thinking about it and I don't remember if I was praying, but I remember, I remember like 
these thoughts just popped up into my head and I remember it was it was from God like directly and he was just like Ben like what have what have you done what about what have you done to me and I realized that I had basically done the same exact thing to God mm. you know I, I had wow. grown up in a in a Christian home um, I knew God you know I, I had these these special moments with just me and God through high school, whatever, growing up. And there was a certain point where I just kind of turned my back on him and, and, you know, kind of grew apathetic, almost like all that stuff just meant nothing. Wow. Um, and realizing that just kind of hit me and um, it really made me turn toward God again. And so, you know, something for you guys to think about is what are what are the things in your life that you're broken up about right now? Um, whether that's anything having to do with with racism or um, or just just hurt in your family life or whatever it might be, you know that that you're hurt about. Um, what about how you've affected God with that like what about the ways in which you've hurt God and that you know maybe you turned away from him Mm. or um or didn't treat him the right way you know and, and how have how have you um shown that maybe through the way that you've treated other people but God's God's standing there and he's waiting for you Mm. and he's he's trying to pour out his love into you wow that's good wow so I'm gonna add like my story to add to Vin's on that one because it's so good so there was a specific moment um where literally (laughs) it was like the whole world came crashing down. I realized I had messed up at at a certain point in life and I was just really challenged with the fact that I was actually hurting God. And I remember um, Jenny at this point in time, it wasn't exactly that moment or that day, but like around this time she had asked me, she was like, Nicole, like, and shout out to Jenny, by the way, you're awesome. Um, she was like, Nicole, like, it sounds like every single time you've told your story that you've just have all these different things that you've overcome, but what has God done in the midst of that? And it was this whole moment and this whole time where it felt like everything was crashing down. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm, I'm such a sinful human being and I have so much that I have to apologize to the Lord for so much that I need to confess to him. And it was almost this entire realization that this whole time, because middle school and high school, like my family was going through a lot of different rough stuff. And, you know, for me, every single time I told my story up until that point, and, you know, I met Jesus when I was 17. So from the time I was like 17 till I was like early 20s, it's like I'm telling my story. And there was so much of Jesus missing in the story. It was like I was telling it like it was my life story and like this is all the stuff that I've overcome. Mm. So I was telling it in that perspective instead of saying here's all the things that Jesus has done 
to bring me closer to him in the midst of all of these things. And so, you know, even challenging, like, okay, like, what are you broken with? But, like, also, I just want to add on to that, like, what are you bringing Jesus into? And how are you inviting him into your story to show others how he can really change your life? And how much of it have you done versus how much of it has Jesus been the one doing? So there's just such a big reality. And that hit for me really, really hard. And that's still a huge part of my testimony today. It's mm. good. I mean, I guess I'll go a little slight different direction. <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> but so I guess like part of my te- some testimony of my life would be like just God giving peace in midst of hurt and like mainly with uh, death of either family members or like death of close friends because of um we had our i'm thinking of like our next door neighbor there was three three of them there's four of us i have three brothers but um the middle child of my neighbor he passed away in the middle of the night just from i think it was his, some really simple thing but his throat just swollen he couldn't breathe um he was not he was probably like 16 or 17 ish so i mean it hit kind of hard like and i've had my grandparents two of them had passed away i believe at this point two or one but basically with the midst of all this it was always like god like because i remember the night when he was in the hospital and i was at a youth conference actually and i was like god bring life back into him because i know you can do this and because we see that throughout the bible i've heard stories of it even still have it still happens nowadays too um many stories of that but i was really about that and God was more of like, okay, let's, he was just giving me peace in that situation. It isn't, I don't, I can't explain why God did what he, what happened there, but it's what happened and God was giving me peace about it, which, yeah, I mean, it's really unexplainable and I know like there's a lot of pain and hurt going on today in society and I can't give you an answer for why it's happening, but I mean, seek God and he can give you some peace in that situation of your life for sure because, I mean... He is our father and he was the great i mean the holy spirit is the peacemaker the peace provider so i mean i just encourage you with um that little bit of a testimony um for sure seek out god and it's if you're feeling hurt or just alone in this time period because i mean you're not alone because god's always with you for sure hmm no it's good yeah I'm, I'm gonna go a little bit different too here i'm gonna talk about tell you guys about you know i spent nine months um after i really came to know the lord i spent nine months praying about well what was the next step you know what was going to be after all this you know what was my future looking like and um you know i spent nine months praying and asking questions and asking other people around me that knew me and seeking wisdom and and trying to figure things out and you know i felt like god was calling me to you know um go into coaching and and teach and all these things that I had, you know, a passion for earlier, you know, but then through those months, you know, the Lord had really challenged me about, you know, laying down my future as well as my present, you know, time with him, you know, laying it down at his feet and trusting him and really felt, a, you know, a strong calling to, to go into full-time ministry for young people, just like I had been really impacted as a young person on the campus at Louisiana Tech. And so, um, you know, for me, it was a scary thing because I kept wrestling and 
kind of praying back to God about, you know, how, um, I had a really, I, re, I had a bad backstory and how like I had dealt with a lot of things and there's no way that I could overcome those things to, you know, be someone that could, you know, help other pe young people, you know, and, and, um, I didn't have the greatest family situation and I didn't have, um, you know, I feel like I didn't, you know, I was even scared at one time. I literally felt like I couldn't be on, you know, be in ministry because I didn't have good stories to tell. Um, and, you know, I only had, you know, baggage and I only had bad stuff to say and, and how, how, you know, I've, I, now I can see God, you know, work, working those things out. But in the meantime, I, I didn't know what I was doing. And, and so basically, you know, it was one of those things where I just trusted God and just took a step, a step of faith. And, you know, that was back in, you know, 2009, 2010. And, you know, my wife and I have been serving with Chi Alpha ever since uh, I graduated in 2011 when we got married. And so uh, we've been in full-time ministry, you know, uh, for nine years. I've been married nine years. And so, um, and through that, God has done some incredible things. Um, and so the testimony continues, you know, it doesn't stop. And so I just want to encourage everybody with that uh, just simple idea that your testimony is not over. Um, it's still going um, if you'll trust God. And if you'll live by faith and if you'll, if you'll truly submit to him and, and honestly, um, you're just, you're just a story, uh, that needs to be told. Um, if you haven't told somebody, find somebody, um, because you need to know your story and people need to know your story, uh, because it is one that God is using, whether you realize it or not. So, um, man, that's been, this has been so good. Appreciate you guys sharing, yeah. um, some of those, some of those, uh, backstories of, of your testimony, everything. So until next time, guys, we, uh, we can't wait to, uh, dive into the next thing. Make sure you guys reach out, you know, check us out, uh, for more stuff with Kyle Elf at ULMXA, uh, on Insta and, and other social media, and then ULM Kyle Elf on Facebook. And so appreciate you guys till next time. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye now. Okay, bye.